In a world where heresy blankets the airwaves, religious stuffed shirts suck the life out of Sunday morning, and prosperity teachers rob grandmothers of their pensions, three unassuming ministers endeavor to shine the light of biblical theology and put the fun back in fundamentalism. Broadcasting live from the Hall of Dogma... Brought to you this week by all the Christians in New Hampshire and Vermont. Welcome in to episode 89 of the Gospel Friends. I am Reverend Verbage. I'm Chase, Captain Crunchy Thompson. And does that mean there are a grand total of 89 Christians in New Hampshire and Vermont? That's a low number. <laughs> that sounds actually kind of high for that. <laughs> that would explain why we have low download numbers, though, from New Hampshire and Vermont yeah, relative have, to other states. You might need to take gospel out of your name. Oh. Just say okay. the friends. And Coming soon, listen. the friends. So that's uh, that's the general speaking who's uh, back with us again this week. We are missing Mandrake Jenkins, who is not here this week. Uh, I actually did that for – so I was going to do uh, – brought to you by uh, the Bears and Mike Ditka. Uh, because they retired jersey number 89 in honor of Mr. Ditka. Well, but some good trivia. Emmanuel has a running joke with Miss Jenkins, uh, Nick's wife. Mrs. Mrs. Narco? Yeah, Mrs. Mandrakes, who is from uh, Vermont. And so uh, the general is always joking with her about there's no Christians in Vermont. Interstate 89 runs between... Nice. New Hampshire and Vermont, and so I thought that was. Uh, and since we're going to be talking a little politics today, um, or not necessarily politics, but um, progressive progressivism, progressivism, uh, I thought you know New Hampshire. It's one of the first primaries. You think of that when you think of politics. Iowa, New Hampshire pops up. So anyway, That's well it just done. seemed a little uh, appropriate for the show here today. Well, you know, you missed an opportunity last week. Uh, the all-time greatest tight end in the history of Alabama was number 88, and I don't know why you didn't mention him. Well, uh, Graduated I from Shades Valley in 1990, uh, currently a prominent podcaster. Who is it? Uh, you know, just do a little research. You'd probably find out. What's his name? Chase. You didn't play for Alabama. No, but I was from the state of Alabama. Oh. <laughs> and I was number 88. You played football? And I thought some, you meant Alabama Crimson Tide. No, no, no. In some books. You played football? Yeah, I was an all-time greatest you were tied tied in? end in the history of Alabama. Wow. At least in my book, which wow. is obviously an inaccurate book because you know, I only had just a handful of catches and really not much of it. Which is kind of ironic because here at uh, at the Hollow Dogma Church, you uh, you play uh, flabby end. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a I'm little. I'm sorry. I'm about. I'm about to have a. It's uh, <laughs> a little a seizure. Okay, so we're we're going to get into the topic today about uh, progressivism and and actually whether or not you can be progressive and Christian. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. This comes from a, just kind of an ongoing political discussion that we've been having on the show and in the Hall of Dogma, which is the Hall of Dogmas are a Facebook. Group, which you can get to at hallofdogma.com. Yep. And uh, ask to be let in, and, and we'll probably do that. But, um, you know, it's election season here in the uh, United States of America. And so we're about to, to get going with our, uh, you know, political primaries and things like that. So, anyway, we, we've just been having a lot of uh, those types of discussions. And one that kind of broke out among us 
We have a, a, a Hall of Dogma uh, member, Jay Trailer, who we mentioned last week, uh, having had dinner with uh, Mr. Nathan Martin after a uh, rather robust debate in the hall over politics. And, and Mr. Uh, Jay Trailer labels himself as a progressive Christian, I believe. And we're going to judge, <laughs> call back, we're going to judge whether it's possible to be a, a progressive Christian or not. And you know who's going to help us out with that? Other than Emmanuel, the Rob Bell is going to help us out with that. Yeah. yeah so we have the Rob Bell here this week, the Rob Bell, which we ring uh, when we have Somebody says someone something, something liberal, liberal or flaky. Or flaky yeah. Hey, uh, it, it would have been good to have had Jay on the show this week That'd to discuss good planning. That would have been good planning since he that that might help us. Now uh, Emmanuel is right now trying to get Jay to respond to him in the hall so he can give us some some input. But uh, the, the the reason that we didn't is because we just decided to do this like five minutes before we were recording. So we, we weren't able able to actually plan well enough to have Jay on. But that would have probably Hashtag been, professionals. Yeah, that would have been a good idea. Listen, if, if we could ever make it big and have money and we could actually hire someone to kind of run this show for us, we would be in much better shape. Or if we had more concubines to help around the house. No, no. Either one. <laughs> Making sandwiches and stuff. Well, that's and watching all I was, kids. That's what concubines do, isn't it? Again, call back to last week's episode. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what are we doing before we talk about mind, progressive you know? Christianity? Hey, we're going to have a quiz. Here's the thing. Uh, initially, it was going to be the full house backfield, all four of us, uh, with Mandrake Jenkins. But he's had to, uh, he has had to leave. And he had a little mandrake poisoning, I think. A bit. He yeah. looks a little green. Yeah. That's that's one of the main symptoms. I was going to do the cool quiz this week, but and it, well, I'm Emmanuel, all over this one. Emmanuel was was not necessarily slated to be here when I invented the cool quiz, but when I found out that Emmanuel was going to come, I very quickly made the decision. We can't do the cool quiz because the fact of the matter is, Emmanuel would kill y'all, and it would just be kind of embarrassing. <laughs> It's hard to argue, though. I mean, Emmanuel's one of the cooler cats that I know. Yeah, I mean, so I was going to ask questions, and I'm going to have to do it at some point. Much, though. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to ask questions like, uh, for instance, who is Hove? Do, does anybody know who Hove is? David. Okay, yeah, see, you would just be, you would just be crushed. You probably have never no even idea. heard. Yeah. I have no idea. Although I'm distracted right now by the fact that our lights in the Hall of Dogma that is bad. studio are flickering. Went that to see Jay-Z two, uh, two years ago. Did you BJ, really? BJCC. Impressive. Yeah. Here's yeah. another one. Who quarreled famously with Meek Mill this year? Who? Drake. Meek Mill? <laughs> yeah, <it would've>, who's <laughs> that? pretty much would have been a shutout. <laughs> Alabama-Michigan State style. So I actually developed a different game, but then Nick suddenly had to leave, and you're left... One on one again with this might be not not easy for you, David. This might not be as bad as the cool quiz, but it's more of a musical based quiz, and I'm honestly a little I'm a little worried. I was gonna think I was thinking Nick and David can be on a team, and Emmanuel can be on a team, and and it can be fair. I need to explain. I think I have before, but. I, I had a sheltered childhood. <laughs> we know. And and part of that sheltering was I was only allowed to listen to contemporary Christian music. So okay. if there's a lot of like Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith, Carmen, any of that on here, then I'm probably good. Okay. But when I broke out of that and actually started listening to what I wanted to, I rebelled and I listened to Garth Brooks. You waited way long country- to rebel. <laughs> country music so um 
Uh, well, I've, I've met music about country music, music is my Achilles heel, along with most pop culture references regarding movies <laughs> and TV shows. So I should have done a, a wrestling trivia quiz for this week, but I, uh, we don't have time for that. We're just going to do the quiz, and uh, this is going to be like: you, you, Are you familiar with the term squash match? Yes, from wrestling. Yes, you know when Hulk Hogan faces off; they're trying to yeah. give somebody a little push to put him yeah. over somebody else. Yeah. This might be like that. Uh, okay. So no one's giving me a chance, basically. I, 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 tell like, you, I embrace the underdog role. I tell you what we can do. Okay. How about we do this? If I win, you I, buy me a cheeseburger. Well, we could do that. <laughs> I just don't think you're going to win. So how about, how about we give you a handicap? Like if you were playing no. uh, a golf no. tournament, no. we spot you a I few have, points. I have some pride. We'll give you five points no, to start. No, I have some pride. I'm just going to go ahead and put no, down five no, points. No, because if I win, it'll be it. No, I don't. I want a level You're playing field. You're not going to win. It's okay. I want a level playing field. Okay. Zero, Here, zero. Here's the level playing field. We'll start out David five. And no, we'll it's not. <laughs> and, <laughs> no. If it's music, I might not do well. So I, right. want, I want a level playing field. Zero, well, zero. Well, if nobody does well, there's a chance this quiz, uh, which was hastily constructed when I realized Man- Emmanuel was going to be here. Uh, there's a chance you might not ever hear hear this. Uh, this might be an outtake for a later date. We're going to start with you, Emmanuel. I'm going to ask various questions related to popular songs, some of them Christian, some of them classic, some of them very recent, none of them country. Awesome. You did this on purpose. No, I did not. Because you hate country music. I don't like country music that much, although I like some of it. My daughter likes country music, though. So Your daughter thinks your music tastes are lame. Which I daughter? Uh, Miss Chloe. Doesn't she think you have no, lame? No, I've taught her her music tastes. She, she, I, thought she, said you, you, she I thought you said she believed your music taste was, she's was lame. She's just a silly teenager. Okay. She's wrong. My music tastes are brilliant. Okay. Question number one <laughs> to you, Emmanuel. From the 80s, what rises like Olympus above the Serengeti? If you get the correct answer, you get two points. If you can name the artist of the song being referenced, you get an extra point. What rises like Olympus above the Serengeti? I don't know. Uh, Mm. Alas. David, can you steal or did you just Google it? No, I didn't Google it. I was... Texting my wife. What did you? What was it again? What rises? What rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. The sun. The answer is Kilimanjaro. Oh. The mountain. Wait, I didn't get to guess the artist. You didn't. Can you say the artist? Um, it's a dog's Newsboys. name. Newsboys. It's a dog's name. Newsboys is not a dog's name. <laughs> uh, Gomer. Toto. I had, I had a dog named Gomer. All right. So See, I, start, I started this. I felt like it was from Africa, but I didn't know what. But I didn't know what the. You know, I don't know the lyrics to Africa. I just know I the chorus. You. It is from Africa. Toto, Africa. Kilimanjaro. Beautiful place. David. Highest peak. I, I arranged this so you might have a chance to score. If the Lord. Did you give that one to Emmanuel on purpose? I did. Racist well, chase? No. No. <laughs> if the Lord, we just established last week that I was not racist. I remember that clearly. <laughs> I think we need to replay the tape, but go ahead. Don't do not do it. Okay. If the Lord is the Lord of them, what lasts forever? Friends are friends forever if the Lord is the Lord of them. Okay. Friendship. I'll, I'll, I'm going to no. give you two points on that. And that was a song by? Oh, um, uh, Michael W. Smith. You got it. That's never, three points. Never heard it. 
Boom! All right. Three nothing. Emmanuel, this is over to you, and we're talking about recent music history here. How many times did Adele call to say she was sorry? <laughs> is the answer A, one, B, ten, or C, one thousand? Why does he get multiple choice? Ten. Ten is very close. The answer is, in fact... 1,000. Is that from? Is that new Adele? That is the brand new. Well, that's not brand new. Hey, by the way, I haven't, I haven't listened to 10 it. Ten and a thousand are not close at all. Twenty. But I'm still up. Being nice. But I'm still up three nothing. You are this the is, guy who was going to get destroyed. This is a bit of a shocker. I, I don't know. I don't. Music lyrics are not my thing unless it's like rap lyrics. I don't. Well, hopefully we'll have some rap coming up. All right. So this is a music quiz. Rap's not music. Ooh, mm. there's a title Sorry. for you. It says a goth rap fan. not music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, who is to blame when things go wrong? I'll give you a hint. He will always live up to his name. Who is to blame when things go wrong? When things go wrong, he will always live up to his name. Um, who who's to blame when things go wrong? I was going to say your mom, but that wouldn't that wouldn't work. That's very close. That wouldn't work for the, your dad. Okay. That's a nice try. Okay. I'm not going to say that was close because that would be rude, but I will give you a chance to steal, Emmanuel. Who is to blame when things go wrong? He will always live up to his name. Satan? Satan is the correct theological answer. Can you <laughs> name the band? Uh... Jars of Clay. Jars of Clay is close to Striper, but not quite there. <laughs> the name of the song was To Hell with the Devil. Speak of the devil, he's no friend of mine. He is a friend of yours, though, David, because you didn't know the answer. Mm. Number five. What is, what is it, three to It is three to that? two. Three to two, okay. The squash match is, is becoming closer and closer. Okay, Emmanuel, psych yourself out. What is the most watched? Wait a minute. Can I ask a question? Yes. Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. You You... Ask me a question that I didn't get, yep. and then you gave Emmanuel, I guess, the chance to steal. Correct. But in the Adele question, he missed it, and I didn't get a chance to That's steal. That's interesting. Maybe I'm not a racist after all. I think this is more than a squash match. I think this is a match that has been... Probably just forgot. Rigged, right perhaps? Rigged, yes. Yeah, maybe it it's is. It's a rigged squash match, which if you ever watch wrestling, the the... Most of them are rigged. Well, the rig squash matches never turn out the way you think. So go ahead. Well, let's see what happens. Over to you, to Ma uh, Manuel. Psych yourself out. What is the most watched YouTube video in history? Oh, we talked about this. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's that Gundam thing. I can't think of the gun Gundam style. You got it. Mm. Can you name the artist? Psy. Sigh. Wow. All right. That, that gives it five to three. David, you could be winning if you had accepted points at the beginning, but <laughs> alas. I want to lose fair and square. Well, you're about to have, have a hard time here. What deceased actor is most associated with the lyrics to When I See You Again by Wiz Khalifa? John Gandy. That is... <laughs> About as poor a guess as you can have, although you did guess somebody who is, in fact, deceased, which you could have guessed an alive person, which would have made it worse. But uh, that is incorrect. Going to go with Paul Walker. 
Paul Walker, well done. Are you a Fast and the Furious fan, Mr. Yeah. Emmanuel? I'm a semi-fan. My wife is a big fan. So I got has she seen all 37 of those movies? There's a lot of them. Yeah, and she just loves Paul Walker in general. So, mm. All right. Emmanuel, this is, gives you a chance. You're up seven to three. What song mentions an albino, a mosquito, smells like teen spirit, my libido, and a mulatto? That's right. That is correct. Smells like Teen Spirit. This is where everybody who was pulling for the underdog turns the channel. (laughs) It it looked like it was going to be so close. Now, David, this is a chance for you to get a little bit of redemption here. Okay. You have to think, okay? What Michael Card song had this line, though the Jews couldn't, just couldn't see what Messiah ought to be? Which was ultimately changed and made famous by a different singer. Though the Jews just couldn't see what Messiah ought to be. El Shaddai. That's good. By who was the famous singer that changed the song? Amy Grant. You got it. Well done. Wow. That's three points for you. I've never even heard of Michael Card. You never have? No. I don't I don't listen to Christian music. I okay. could sing that song if I um by the way. And I didn't grow up because my, my parents I, let I me used to to s- <laughs> my parents let me listen to real music. I used to sing that song in church. Nice. I, I think changing the lyrics I do know that from song. Though the Jews just couldn't see to what Messiah ought to be, I think changing it was was a good call there. Well, that's the truth. It's biblically sound. Can't say anything Ooh. negative about the Jews. They'll shut you down. Well, mm. David just did. You say something negative right now, this podcast is done, it's buddy. It's done. <laughs> better a racist than an anti-Semite. How about that? Yeah. Which is better, by the way, racism or anti I don't know. Uh, we're in deep water now. Let's, okay, let's what's the score? Seven six. It is. Uh, it is ten to six. Oh, and this goes back over to you, Emmanuel. Goodbye, Norma Jean. Refers to what famous person? Part one of the question. Part two of the question. The morphed song "Goodbye England's Rose" refers to which famous person? You get two Norma points Jean for each. Refers to Marilyn Monroe. Ah. Well done. And the other one refers to Princess Diana. God. Excellent. Elton Excellent. John. You knew that one, David. I knew that one. Oh. I'm, I'm actually an Elton John fan. <laughs> I, <laughs> that surprises no one. I was going to say that, and I didn't. I'm glad somebody did, though. Um, <laughs> over to you, David. I, I'm not expecting you to get this question. I would add that one. <laughs> You, okay. you would have had that one, but you, I don't think you're going to get this one. Okay. What girl known for getting down takes money when the singer is in need and is also a trifling friend indeed? Tamar. <laughs> that, is, that is a biblical guess. But uh, far from the actual truth, what girl known for getting down takes money when the singer is in need and also... A trifling friend indeed. I don't need a name. I will take a description of said girl. Um, I mean, I'm not saying she's this, but most people know her as this description. A woman of the night? Uh, that's a little closer. I'm going to go to you, Emmanuel. I'm not saying she's this kind of person, but she's well known to be this kind of person. I know it, and I don't know it at the same time. Is this a Madonna song? It is not. Okay. So, what am I supposed to be naming? Like the the, the person named in this sort of a song? sort of an adjective describing her. Can uh, we say it on now, the podcast? Let me say. Let me make it real clear. I'm not saying she's this kind of person. 
Uh, Chase is doing that thing. But he does she's he... not hanging around with people lacking money. If you catch my drift, I get. What, I get what. I, like, why I, would that not be a woman of the night? Like that's what I'm saying. It's like he's looking. He's looking for a specific word. Yeah. Can it? Can it be said on this show? It sure can. People. People are laughing as they listen at home. A little bit surprised that Emmanuel's not. Not. Uh, I know this song. Because he's. But, a, I, but it's say, just. He's but a, it's, it's you know, not, sinful music <clears throat> stuff. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying. That's that's my bag. But I. But it, it's not. Hmm. You can meet her at a beauty salon with a, a baby Louis Vuitton under her arm. Ah, uh, gold digger. A gold digger is the correct answer. Well done. Uh, that song is by who? Kanye West. Kanye West. I, that's, I knew the song. It was on tip of my. Th- I was like, I know this. That's it's three points. Seventeen, David. I think this will be the last one to you. But I can steal the next one. What is Jenny's phone number? <laughs> Games in the bag. David doesn't know. <laughs> no, he does not. Five because five five. One time I gave out this phone number and nobody knew what I was doing. <laughs> five 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 three oh two. I, I tell you what, I'm I'm gonna help you out here. Okay. I'm gonna give you the first three digits of okay. Jenny's phone number, and okay. all you got to do is come up with the last four. Okay. Eight, six, seven. Eight, six, seven. You don't even need an area Five, code. three, oh, nine. You got it. Oh, shock the world. <laughs> <laughs> he did it, and he didn't even Google it. And that brings the score up to a slightly more respectable. Can you name the artist? Um, uh, um, Probably not. Uh uh, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Gwen Stefani is correct. Is it really? No. Oh. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Tone is, is correct. I hate you. And you have managed to lose by a fairly respectable score, seventeen to nine. Well done. Well, and that's my contribution to the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna bug out. It now. was a good. It was a good. Like I I took an early lead. It gave people hope. That's that's the way most squash matches are. Right. You know. And then I I, I started. I mounted a small comeback. It. They got hope again, and then yeah. I, I lost it all in the end. I think Nick could have helped you here. I think it would have been a more even match if it was one, like a handicap match. I didn't want a squash match. I wanted a handicap match. So you got the Christian stuff, which which, which helped you. I was trying no, to help. But it also helped me because I don't know the Christian stuff. If I had lucked out on the, um, the Elton John song, I bought that single, Eng- the uh, England's <laughs> Rose. <laughs> Well, of course you did. <laughs> Stop making these confessions. <laughs> it just show. makes it easier, doesn't it? <laughs> and All back right. then, you had to really want a single because you had to actually go to the music store and buy you the did. cassette tape with the single on it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I don't know of any straight man. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I'm look, straight. I like I like Elton John, so it's not even an Elton John's diss. But I don't know of any straight man who 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 bought the candle in the wind sink. I love that song, and I liked it, it when, when when he redid it. it, it oh man! That I, is, I don't know if I'd. Have Joshua Dean is really happy with me now. <laughs> your your musical tastes are legendary on this show. Two words: Nickelback, church discipline, Elton John. I think we're gonna have to bring this up to a congregation. Okay, so this is li- listen it's, it's when when, when you to- are sheltered as a child and you're given nothing but contemporary Christian music, and then you're released into freedom. 
You're gonna blame your parents for this. I'm gonna blame. Yeah, that's, you just that's, you that's just, lame. You don't know what you just pick music. What are you a millennial? Good job. <laughs> just just point the finger at somebody. I else. don't understand why any of why do y'all get to say that your musical tastes are superior to mine? Well, Who's the one, judge? Well, ultimately, we ain't saying much. Is society the judge? Yeah, my musical tastes are better than yours. What by what authority do you get to say that? Because Logic. anybody's authority. Like I listen to first of all, I listen to everything, so it's kind of hard to. Yeah. I listen to classical. I like concertos, symphonies. Wow. I listen to jazz, Nickelback, uh, classical jazz. So Coltrane, Cannonball, Adderley, Miles Davis, uh, Bill Waltz. Uh, you know, Art Tatum. Dang, that's impressive. Do you listen to Nas? I Rick listen Ross? to rap. I like right. like Nas, Jay Z, Elton John. Like I listen to I listen to yeah Elton John. Lecrae. Do you listen to Lecrae? I listen to some Lecrae. No, I, I like least... church clothes. I listen to that a lot. Lecrae is um, pretty skilled. So like, I have eclectic taste. I listen to country. Do you listen to KJ Five Two or do you just no. think white rappers are the worst? No, I listen to Eminem. Okay, he's a okay. white rapper. Eminem did a duet with Elton John one time. And it was great. I actually thought that was really good. Have you ever heard that? I are you really? I have never yeah, heard he did. that. He did the um is it Stanley? Stan? I've never heard it. Uh, look, I think um he did oh, a, it was it was a mashup. It was it was the one where the, the guy's yeah. riding Eminem Yeah, uh, it was Stan. It was Stan, Stan on our award show. And then Elton John brought in some type of a chorus and they did a mashup. That's crazy. I think Eminem is the uh, Johnny Manziel of the rap world, but I think he is extremely talented. Johnny Man- as a Manziel get, is, gets a bad rap. Hey, nice. No pun, pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> he does. He, he's not doing anything wrong. It's like people just mess with I mean, him. He just got arrested this week for. He did domestic. not get arrested. Well, he got accused, Look. investigated this week for domestic violence. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, so so this week's show is going to be slightly uh, quicker than most yes, weeks. We have show, twenty minutes. To we have talk to go, about and we have we have two things we got to do that's important. One, we got a voicemail. I've got to make a run for the border when we're done here. Does that mean go to the bathroom? That means go to Taco Bell. Okay, I'm then hungry. you'll go to the bathroom later. Okay. So <laughs> here is a voicemail from uh, Google identifies him as Rob Hartman, but we know him as Rob Houghton, which I probably butchered that. I'm sorry, Rob. Here's Rob's voicemail. Now, Nick tells us we can't talk during this, so you all have to sit and listen. Okay. Hey, guys. This is Rob Houghton. Uh, I know it's a little bit late, but I just wanted to apologize for missing the Christmas show. I really wanted to be on it. Uh, but when Cassie left, she actually took my pants. Uh, and so I thought that might be awkward for Periscope. Uh, but some good news is we actually got to pay off my car here recently. So now we can afford that van. Uh, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But the reason I called is, uh, I'm just really thirsty. And so I was wondering if y'all had anything to drink. Anyway, I love you guys. Y'all are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Bye bye. Nice. That's that's a callback to a couple of good shows callbacks. Right so, there. well, we'll callback to the show where we dealt with Chase being thirsty, as in for media attention, social media thirsty. But uh, the uh, so the van comment is uh, uh, so apparently Rob's wife bought a van without telling him. Yeah. By the way, one of the, my is, favorite things about the Hall of Dogma is they have what appears to be legit drama. Between them, a husband and wife uh, kind of having fights and stuff. Rob That's and his funny. wife have epic battles in the yeah. uh, HOD. If if you're not funny, a member might of the not Hall be the of, right word, but interesting maybe. If you're not in the Hall of Dogma, 
that's a uh, you miss stuff like that. Yeah, that, that's a that's a reason to join. Yeah, that was funny. I told, I would have called a lawyer immediately. Like, <laughs> wow, uh, it, it, no pass and go. That's 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 just like adultery to me. That's man. Financial. I quizzed this my wife about red box charges, so you can <laughs> yeah, imagine. Yeah, really? Hey, is this, is this one of fifty yours? <laughs> did, All right, did so you pay for this? did you rent this movie without me knowing? Main topic: control freak husbands, <laughs> good or bad. Uh, good. Hopefully, we'll bring in a couple that aren't fiscally um, responsible husbands. Nice. Hey, we, real quick, we we also need to give a shout out to Rich Starnes. Yes, uh, we do. So, Rich. Um, uh, is in the Hall of Dogma as well, and 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 he he made a confession in the Hall of Dogma. Mm, good thing to do this past Friday that, uh, or actually a couple of Fridays ago now that uh, that he was checking out other Facebook groups, which would be um, Facebook Christian groups, other Facebook Christian groups, Podultery, Podultery, or as the fantasy focus Facebook adultery. Would say. Um, but anyway, uh, he this was his comment. He said, I know I shouldn't have. It was wrong, but I wanted to see how other professed Christ-loving folks discussed issues of the faith. Forgive me, which is real tug-in-cheek. <laughs> uh, I also have a declaration. They have made it clear to me that nobody beats the HOD. While we don't agree on everything, we typically, typically do not impugn each other's motives, call each other names, or make illogical leaps in what you said to distort your view. So from here on out, I'm glad to say that I am HOD only. So a little prodigal Thank there, you, a little prodigal Rich. story. He, we welcome you back. He he went out into the world, uh, rolled around in the muck, realized mm-hmm. he didn't like it, and he came back. And we welcomed him with open arms. We did indeed, because that's so, what we do around here. Well, those of us who are in the hall, which would exclude you, Chase. Wondering eye is understandable. Look, you just... I don't post as much as Emmanuel or Nathan or, or Emmanuel any, or Nathan. Or anybody. Or anyone. Or anybody. I post more than Nick. Well, uh, mm, no. that's, that's debatable. All right, we're going to have to run the numbers. Y'all are, y'all are running you post the, more than that guy who hosts that other podcast? Yes, Les Lanfear. I yeah. post more than him in the you Hall of You post more than him. Yep. I post more than John Piper does. Well, Scott Dawson was added somehow to the Hall of Dogma. Are you serious? I think so. John Scott Dawson is in the Hall of Dogma? Yeah, and like, okay, I that's think hilarious. Bill Bubba Bussy is in there. Oh, he is not. I think John added him. Um, oh, he is not. Who is Scott Dawson? He's, a, the, he's evangelist. the evangelist. That's I post more than any of those guys. Never heard of him. Okay, Bill Bubba Bussy is not in the Hall of Dogma. Somebody like that is, I'm telling you. Okay, hey, we need to get going. I'll look yeah, that up. We have like five minutes left. No, we don't. We have, we have 15. Let's go. All right, so introduce this topic while I look in the Hall of Dogma. So there's a bit of a dust-up, speaking of the Hall of Dogma, a bit of a dust-up in our Facebook discussion group this past week uh, in which Jay Trailer called me out and said, Hey, Chase, on the, the one of the last episodes, you said that uh, there's no such thing as a progressive Christian. And he said, I want to introduce myself. My name is Jay Trailer, progressive Christian. And uh, I actually missed the post initially. Um, but Nathan and Jay went back and forth and back and forth. And so in our time left today, we're going to discuss, is it possible to actually be a progressive Christian? And Emmanuel, I understand that you have looked up uh, some helpful defining terms in regards to being a progressive Christian. So what is a progressive Christian and what do they believe? Well, that's the, that's the difficulty is trying to decide what people mean when they say progressive. So uh, Jay's... Uh, seemed like he was leaning toward he is politically progressive, but he is not theologically uh, progressive, which we already know because 
he is pretty much as orthodox as you can be. Um, and so when somebody uses that term, it's hard to tell what they mean when they say progressive. Because when someone from Alabama hears progressive Christian, we think liberal, we think, I guess, you know, a, a Christian who, who really who supports liberal causes and, you know, like abortion and uh, gay marriage and things like that. And we, we don't even think it's possible to be progressive and Christian. So when we hear it, it just seems weird to us. Not only that, and Chase, you alluded to this on the uh, on the on the broadcast two weeks ago, that that you would question, you know, how long they would be Christians, hmm. because from what I've seen, the people who are usually progressive, they're progressive first. And they stay that way, and pretty, and, and sooner or later, Christianity gets in the way of their progressivism, and they just drop the the Christianity altogether. And that's what I've seen with at least some of my friends who uh, were Christians, were progressive Christians, and then just became uh, just progressives yeah. who were kind of like, I guess. You know they're theist, I guess you could say, but they're not Christians in any sense of the the word. Uh, so uh, there's a website called progressivechristianity.org. Um, I don't know much about the website, but it's on the internet, so it must be true. Absolutely <laughs> infallible. Yeah, and they have their eight points of of uh, progressive Christianity, and so it says it's by calling ourselves progressive Christians, we mean we are Christians who. It's the first one. Believe that following the path and teachings of Jesus can lead to an awareness and experience of the sacred and the oneness and the unity of all life. And these are very carefully worded. So I'm going to read it again so you can see where the heresy is. Believe that following the path and teachings of Jesus can lead to an awareness and experience of the sacred and the oneness and unity of all life. What do you think about that statement? What's what's? Oh, that sounds nothing like what Jesus taught or what the apostles taught. It sounds like uh, a kind the the kind of beliefism that Jesus would have said. It sounds like the kind of situation where somebody would said, "Hey, Jesus, we want to listen to your teachings and experience the sacred." And Jesus might give them a, a little bit, uh, if you want to come after me, you must deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. That's that's my first blush yeah, yeah. at that. Okay. Hey, uh, by the way, Bill Bubba Bussy and Scott Dawson are both in the Hall of Dogma. How about that? So we can start the topic now. Okay. I'm glad, glad you checked. <laughs> and, and I'll say this, like, because uh, I know David wasn't paying attention. So now, I heard the connectedness of all life following the teachings of Jesus brings us Shows us a connectedness of all life. Is that what? There's it no connectedness in there, but yeah, that's, that's basically <laughs> oh, that's, that's basically the <laughs> unity of all life. That's basically okay. Yeah. Yeah, unity, connectedness. I mean, I think the, I, I do think the Bible shows a unity of all life in the sense of where all of us came from, where everyone is going, and the 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 sin issue that plagues all of us. So, I mean, I do think to some degree, I mean, I, I don't know if that's what they mean, but I do think a 
biblical understanding of the world and the people in it does reveal a unity. And here's where the sneakiness comes in. They believe in following the path and teachings of Jesus. A lot of times people are progressive. They are red, you know, red letter only people. So the only thing that they think matters in the Bible are the, the stuff that Jesus said. And some of that don't even think matters. So if you try to make a larger biblical argument, they was like, well, did Jesus didn't say that. That's Paul. That's not Jesus. And so what they tr do when they say that is they really just want to focus on Jesus. Jesus said, take care of the poor and the widows. Yes. And he was sticking it to rich people and that kind of thing. So Which is, I actually had, we, we, we were eons ago before we joined the Hall of Dogma Church, we were looking for a new church. And we were at a, another denomination, and they were in Sunday school, and they had a discussion about was homosexuality a sin. And somebody in the class said, if only Jesus had mentioned it. Hmm. Because, yeah. you know, what was said was not in red. But, yeah. but you're, anyway, we don't have to get it. But you're completely ignoring what Jesus said. Because how Jesus, Jesus did define marriage. Well, no, I'm saying, well, yes, but Jesus, I believe, lays claim to the entire Bible, including what came after he 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 went he returned to the agree. Father. So, and a matter of fact, Paul said that he got his stuff directly from Jesus. From Jesus, so. and, and Jesus told the disciples, "I can't. I I have so much to teach you. I can't teach it all now. I am sending the Spirit, the Helper, who will lead you into all, all truth. truth. Exactly. So." All right, here's the second point. Affirm that the teachings of Jesus, here we go, teachings of Jesus, provide but one of many ways to experience the sacredness and oneness of life, and that we can draw from diverse sources of wisdom in our spiritual journey. Thank you. It's about time. Okay, sorry. Yeah, once you hit the word, <laughs> word, you know, many ways... Uh, yeah. Diverse sources. Yeah, many ways you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna lose us. Well, that's the thing. You, and the Bible. You can't you can't follow the teachings of Jesus and ignore the ones you don't like. That's a non sequitur. And Jesus said he was the only way. And if Jesus said he was the only way, and you're following his teachings, and yet you say, well, there's also lots of other ways. Jesus was ignorant or whatever. Then essentially you're just picking and choosing. And if you're picking and choosing the teachings of, of some people, it's you're not following them, you're following you, because you're the one that's curating the content. And so you're not following Jesus, you're following you. You're, you're just saying what Jesus said that you like. Mm -hmm. That's not Christianity. That's um, culling. That, that's there, editing. There is no... I, I'm actually really excited about uh, David Platt's next secret church that he's doing in the spring. Uh, 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 kind of... Topics the last couple for me were not just, I was not enamored with them, but I'm excited about this one. It's a global, it's a, it's a, uh, I forgot how it's called, a global gospel in the midst of uh, multiple religions or something like that. But mm, it, like it, that. bottom line is, I, I do not believe there is any value of truth, any value to be found in false religions. I just I, I don't believe there is enlightenment or value or anything any pathway to understanding and certainly no pathway to truth to be found in in false religions and which is what I'm thinking they're saying when when I hear that is you know Jesus is one of the ways there are other ways there are other belief systems that can 
enlighten you or um, anyway, however they put it. But I, I just, no, I don't agree with that. I mean, it's, false religions are not leading, false systems of belief are not leading to anything valuable or good at all. All right, I think we have time for one more. One more? There's eight. I know. We're not going to be able okay, to give I, it a whole review. Listen, I, I, I want to call five-minute extension. Oh, so five-minute five extension. extension. Yeah. All right, let, yeah. me, let me enter that into the computer. Okay, five-minute extension. Five minute That'll extension. give us ten more minutes for this. Okay. All right, number three, seek community that is inclusive of all people. All is bold. Seek community that is inclusive of all people, including but not limited to conventional Christians, questioning skeptics, believers and agnostics, women and men, those of all sexual orientations and gender identities, those of all classes and abilities. I don't have a big problem with that one. I I, I have a small problem with it because I think when they say inclusive, they mean we're not going to tell you about your sin. Yeah, I, like like I mean, I'm a Christian, and if if I was a pastor at a church, I would want people of different sexual orientations and stuff to come to my church. They'd be welcomed. Yeah, but it's not going to change my preaching. I'm still going to tell you what's God's highest and best. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree that the, the the wording to me is because when I hear churches say that we want to be inclusive to all people, that to me. Is a is a like what immediately what I hear is you're you're going to be soft on truth, yeah. Or if you don't outright bend it and go against it. Now I'm I'm all for yes creating an environment. Uh, I don't even want to use that. I, I like the idea of not having an environment in the church where people do not feel welcome, but I I don't believe in creating an environment in the church where. People should be able to just be comfortable in their sin. Yeah, I think there's a very grave danger. And okay, it, it, let's let's assume the teachings of Jesus are true. I believe they're true, but for the sake of argument, uh, if, if you if you're a progressive, let's assume the teachings of Jesus are true. Let's assume that the way that leads to life is narrow. There's a narrow way. Most people go to hell. Uh, let, let's take the the obvious meaning of of those Matthew passages to be as they are. Given that, it would be an extreme danger to give non-followers of Jesus the idea that they are followers of Jesus. For if you do that, if you... I'm all for welcoming everybody. I'm all for inviting everybody into the gathering of believers. But if you give people who are lost an idea that they are somehow in what Paul calls the household of faith, um, in uh, Galatians 6.10, if you give people that are not in the household of faith the idea that they are in the household of faith, I think you're doing a grave disservice to the king and to his kingdom, and you are giving people comfort who need no comfort. They need the gospel. It reminds me of uh, Jeremiah 6.14, and, and the the version I like, it, it, it says, you treat the wounds of my people as if they're not serious. Yes, that is, that's saying, a good word. You know, peace, peace, when there is no peace. And I think that's what it is. If you're, if you're not telling people the truth, um, you, you're doing danger. You're not helping them. Uh, well, and we don't have – the church is not the world's. The church is God's. 
so we're we're not called to make the church palatable to the people in the world. It's not uh, we're not that that's the culture in the church that the church is really kind of leaning toward today, which is how do we how do we make this um, seem pleasing to the masses so that they can come in? But that's not the purpose of the church. First Timothy three. Um, the Bible scripture is written so that you may know how to behave in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, a pillar and buttress of the truth. The church is supposed to hold up the truth of scripture, which is filled with grace, but also filled with the commands of God. So the church is not for, um, you know, for us to make a community where all people would feel inclusive it is it is for god and is to be directed or to be operated as he directed it all right, all right let me run through the rest of these uh they're, they're they're not as controversial um know that the way we behave towards one one another is the fullest expression of what we believe well uh, it's putting the second commandment first but I, I would say it is a full expression of what we believe yeah it's just putting the second commandment first five Find grace in the search for understanding and believe there is more value in questioning than in absolutes. Yeah, that that's is very progressive. And that's what gets and that's what leads people out of the church. Because they, they question and they question and they question and then they don't believe anymore. Well that's definitely um, a progressive tenet, but it is not a te- tenet of the teachings of Jesus no, or Christianity pre- or the pretty, Bible in any way. They're pretty absolutes. Um Six, strive for peace and justice among all people. Uh, Amen. I don't have a problem with that. I like peace. I like justice. Strive to protect and restore the integrity of our earth. This is a big... Look, I I don't like pollution and I don't like the planet being destroyed or anything like that, but I can't stand tree huggers. I just just can't. That's interesting. I am not an environmentalist per se. I'm not a member of Greenpeace, uh, but I do appreciate environmentalism in its proper place. I think you can idolize it. I think you can put it out of place and make it a a dominant uh, feature of your life, which I think is not wise. It's not the kingdom. It's not a long. It's not a priority in the teachings of Jesus. But l- let me tell you, we live in Alabama, and I don't know if you've looked at the sides of our roads. There are a bunch of slobs living around here, and that <laughs> aggravates. Especially I mean, outside the Hall of Dogma Church. Yeah, I quit throwing your crap everywhere, litterers. lazy bums. When I mean, I'm, like driving, and you know, you're driving behind somebody, and then they throw something out yes. of the car. I, I was like, you know. That's the only time I ever want to be a cop. Like, I don't – if I was a cop, I would just stop litterers all day. Like, I don't – you're speeding. I you agree. Know, knock yourself out. Hope you don't kill anyone. I mean, but you know <laughs> what? You litter. It just bugs me. I do think that Christians – people who cross double yellow lines are the only people that I want to stop. We should not worship creation, but no. but God – We should tend it. But God gave it to us to tend. And there there is no um, – I, I don't think there is no glory brought to God by just the – um, the the waste of his creation for the purpose yeah. of being lazy. But some stuff goes too far. I, yeah, you, to the, you, absolutely. You just you know gets into environmentalism right, imbalance is is fine with me. Out of balance, it's a problem. We got about usually, two minutes, guys. Usually, minutes. the one it, the way it's used is really used to to control people and really to bring down American industry. That's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Mm. Number eight. 
commit to a path of lifelong learning, compassion, and a selfless love. Well, you could almost ring the bell on that, but I don't disagree with it. I mean, it's it's fine. That's fine. I like fine. I, I like it's, to learn. Wrong with that. Yeah. I like compassion. Believe it. Or I would not. want my kids to be lifelong learners. I would want my kids yeah. to be all those things that you, yeah, compassion. Sure. Yeah. Selfless love. That's that's fine. And it just came up with it in the discussion of politics because Christians who are voting for Trump, Christians who are voting for Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton, um. And and in the hall we got into it where it's like, can you can you do that? Because my my thing is I can't be a Christian and vote for somebody who believes in abortion. Like I just, I I, I, I can't. That's, that's my personal I conviction. I can't. I cannot do it. That's, that's my personal conviction. Um, I'm not saying anybody else shouldn't do it. It's like saying they're ninety percent. You know, or, or if you tried to make that claim, hey, it's ninety percent Christian. It's it's just like giving me a bottle of water somebody spit in. I, yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm sorry, I, but that is my biggest struggle. Chris, yeah. people who are Christ followers who vote for candidates who are pro-abortion, yeah. and I'm getting that way with pro-homosexual marriage. I don't yeah. get it. I, I don't get it. We should be. I understand you cannot legislate morality, but you also. I don't see how you biblically, with a good conscience, vote for people who are Democrats murdering <laughs> murdering babies. I I don't see how you do that. Yeah, I, I don't know as a Christian how, how you can be a Christian and vote Democrat in a national election. Like I, I vote for Democrats uh, locally, the ones I know and like. Um, but I don't know at least the modern incarnation of of what they've become. And 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 I am not saying the Republicans don't have issues either. But they're not as glaring as killing babies, uh, glorifying sin. When it comes well, to and, and people people and, will say, "Hey, the Republicans do, or the Democrats do a better job of the biblical principles of taking care of the needy." No, but and Republicans take care of the needy too. But even if that's true, because they work. Even if that's true, I, I can't I can't give you that over. Yeah, I Being yeah, there's some things that I can So, and that's what the debate was in the hall. It was a good debate and uh should add Jay on to 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 talk through those things, but we're at our uh we're at our cutoff Maybe mark, Jay guys. can uh get, I, I contacted Jay. He was at dinner. Maybe he can drop an email and tell us where we're wrong. Yeah, and, well, we can uh, not we email, certainly but, uh, discuss this again next yeah, week. Yeah, we can we can talk about it or, again. Uh, voicemail is what I meant to say. Yeah. Closing statements. Something. Everybody want to get a closing statement and then we'll go out. Um I don't have anything. Well, I got a closing statement. Well, then you do it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Maybe I will say something off your closing statement. Maybe you will. I, I don't think there's such a thing. I, I, I don't. I, I have uh, a, a great amount of skepticism that you can be a cr- progressive Christian as that website that Emmanuel read defines it, because that's redefining following Jesus. And and I don't think that is Jay's. Yeah, and I, I don't either. Definition and that's either, actually a little bit where I was going. I don't want to. Sl- I'm not trying yeah. to slander him in the process because he's a good dude. Jay seems like a really good guy. He I, is. I, I agree. I, I will say this: one of the more godly, loving people I know is a is a Democrat. I think you can be a Christian and you can be politically a Democrat. You can politically vote Democrat. You can politically vote left wing. I I don't get it. I disagree with it. I think it's not 
the right thing, but how you vote doesn't necessarily determine whether you're found in Christ, whether you have faith in Jesus. Uh, now, I think it's important. Uh, Michael Brown wrote a letter this week, uh, an open letter to Jerry Falwell on Trump's endorsement, uh, on, on his endorsement of Trump. I actually think he's a really, he makes some really good points. And one of the verses Brown quotes is, righteousness exalts a nation, a, a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. I don't think as Christians we absolutely have to elect a Christian. I think we should probably. I think we should vote for a Christian. I think we should definitely vote for a righteous person. And a person who supports abortion and, and some some other things that are completely unbiblical, um, I, I don't see how you can do that and be a Christian. But that doesn't that doesn't mean it's not possible. I, yeah, I, it's, not, it's, you, not, it's possible, but it, it seems terribly misguided. It's incongruent. I, I, w- I would say it's incongruent, but it is not. So you can have progressive political beliefs and be a Christian. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And, and some of the things I do don't don't make a lot of sense to me either. We, we've talked about it on the show before, and and again, I always you know always want to preface my comments because I realize when we start talking about something like abortion, there are people who have maybe even have listened, who have been through those things, maybe had one, something along those lines. And and I believe for believers, there's no condemnation in Christ. But at the end of the day, in my opinion, people try to say, well, that, that, you know, the, the right or the conservatives make that make too big of a deal out of that. At the end of the day, they're killing babies. We know they're killing babies. That is what is happening it is atrocious. It is, and and how indefensible. It, it is indefensible, and in how any Christian could. I, I just, I again, I'm like you. The only litmus test to Christianity is, have you been born again? And and I don't want to add to that ever. But if we're just having a discussion, and I really wrestle with that, like I don't get it. I don't get how you pull the lever for a candidate who would say. Hey, this is okay. Yeah. I, I don't. I, it, it is such a vile thing in our society that that I don't understand it. I I, I agree. And, and you know, you might say, well, I, I see more vile things in the other party, and, and that's fine. Don't vote for either. I just can't pull the lever for yeah. abortion, and, and yeah. if I just can't do it. Where's Trump stand on abortion? As he said he's he's pro he's pro uh, pro choice. I don't know if he's saying that now, but he's always been pro-choice. He has always been pro-choice. Of late, he says he's pro-life. I have a hard time believing him. Um, I would say this. He's more pro-life than Hillary Clinton. That's not saying anything, but he's closer, I think, Look, than Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Hillary has, made, Hillary has made comments that yeah, would Hillary. say she doesn't believe there should be any yeah, restrictions she's on abortion. radically pro-abortion. kill toddlers, so that's just... I, that, look. Strong words. NSA, thanks for listening in. She's crazy. That was, that was David McConnell, not me. <laughs> yep. And I'd like to say that Chase Thompson hasn't disparaged Hillary Clinton too bad. So when she is our president. Um, You'll get to do this podcast by yourself. That would be a bummer. Uh, I'm not a fan, though. Uh, I'm, I cringe at the thought. Help us, Lord. I'm moving to another country. Alaska, here I come. <laughs> I might join you. I've always wanted to visit Chase, Chase Thompson, uh, World of Maps. Do they geography. speak American in Alaska? I think they speak Inuit. Inuit, okay. Well, that they, sounds they like they a speak good reindeer. language. Hope that's easy to learn. Well, 
Everybody, thanks for listening to the show. Emmanuel, thanks for guest hosting. I know this is a shorter show than normal, but it's not. It's actually much longer than we thought it would be. Join us next week when you might hear David say, Goodbye, England's rose. May you ever grow in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was something. The fact that that guy got married is a testament to the grace of God. (laughs) He got married to a dude. No, I'm talking about David. I was going to say...